The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus left this district of Tyre and went by way of Sidon to the Sea of Galilee into the district of Decapolis. And people brought to him a deaf man who had a speech impediment and begged him to lay his hand on him. He took him off by himself away from the crowd. He put his finger into the man's ears and spitting, touched his tongue. Then he looked up to heaven and groaned and said to him, Ephatha, that is, be opened. And immediately the man's ears were opened. His speech impediment was removed and he spoke plainly. He ordered them not to tell anyone, but the more he ordered them not to, the more they proclaimed it. They were exceedingly astonished and they said, he has done all things well. He makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. A couple of uh, thoughts about our readings today. Um, first of all, I was just uh, drawn to the situation of the deaf uh, man who had a speech impediment. And I think like all of the people that are brought to Jesus that he heals, sometimes we just look at the miraculous cure, but we don't think about the person and their situation. Um, the frustration, the limitations that they personally feel, because in this case, they can't hear, this person couldn't hear, and he couldn't really communicate effectively. So you think about the isolation that that person had. Um, the second, and I think it's a theme that I see in our readings, and it's really about rescue. Uh, certainly, uh, the man that was deaf and had a speech impediment, when he was healed, he felt rescued. His isolation changed dramatically. He was rescued. We can call those people that brought him, we could really call them his friends. When we see that in other readings, how friends helped somebody get to Jesus. Uh, in our first reading, uh, we think about isolation and illness, sin. Here we have Adam and Eve they chose to hide themselves from God. By eating the apple, they were changed so that they chose to want to hide from God. That seems so hard for us to imagine that that was a choice. The deaf man didn't choose to be deaf, but Adam and Eve, because of their sin, so we start to see the uh, gravity and horrible aspects of sin. Now, uh, it's not always apparent, but in the middle responsorial psalm with Psalm 32, uh, this is about David realizing that he was forgiven of his sin and he had tremendous gratitude, overwhelming gratitude. Psalm 32, we, we don't get it very often, but it's overwhelming gratitude and joy 
in knowing that God forgave him and removed his guilt. And in many ways, he opened David. Uh, I was looking through uh, my Bible, and at some point, I mean, I'm sure like many of you, you highlight and put notes in there. For this passage, I had cut out a, a little snippet of something that Pope Benedict wrote about the word ephatha. Uh, and we know it means to be open, but um, the Aramaic says that uh, it's not just to be open, it's fully open. So it's, it's a word that means something that goes beyond just open, it's fully open. And Pope Benedict said about this word that it sums up Christ's whole message and all his work. One word, to be open, to be fully open. That's what Jesus did. He came into our world to fully open us, to help us to stop hiding, to heal us, to enable us to hear, to speak, to relate to each other about the wonderful works that he's done. I think that this, uh, these passages are interesting. Uh, here we are at the uh, Friday before Lent, uh, starts next week. And I think that uh, what's interesting is, you know, when we think of Lent, we think of giving up something, uh, a sacrifice. We're, we're going to you know, give something, and, and that's our process. And, and maybe we think of that in a way that we're like, well, I... You know, what do I want to give up? And it's a negative type of a thing. Um, I think we, we should put a positive look on what we give up and what we're trying to accomplish during Lent. Uh, it's a very positive thing because what we're doing is, in many ways, these desires that uh, we may put aside, really we're making room for Christ in our life. We're trading something that's not that important, some, some desire that we have, we're trading that for a place for Christ to exist and be with us in our life. We might call this trading of these desires, this activity of giving up something, we might think of those as friends not the desires themselves, but the trading of those desires. Let's, let's think of those in a way as that choice to trade something that we typically desire or want to do. It's our friends. And so when we think about, we, we always hear the term, let's choose our friends wisely. Let's think about these friends that we're going to walk with and trade and allow Christ into our life to open us during Lent. This is an important time before we get to next Wednesday and beyond to prepare ourselves to start seeing how we're going to become closer to Christ by allowing him to come into our lives and fully open us. Let's stand and offer our prayers.